Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Russia has once again hit a densely populated civilian area in a Ukrainian city, this time striking Vinitsa in central Ukraine with powerful cruise missiles. Here's what the scene sounded like this afternoon as rescue crews dug through rubble looking for survivors. At least 23 people are dead and dozens more are missing or are being treated at local hospitals. Ukrainian officials say these strikes on civilian areas are deliberate and are part of a pattern. They're calling them an act of terror. NPR's Brian Mann is in Vinitsa and joins us now. Hi, Brian. Hi, Elsa. Okay, so what exactly did people there see today? Well, it was a horror. I spoke to Maxim Butko, who was there in the central square in Vinitsa, when he heard the missiles coming in. He, he says he was thrown to his knees by two blasts as these missiles hit buildings on both sides of the square. Uh, these buildings were shattered with debris thrown everywhere. And as you mentioned, Elsa, at least 23 people have been killed. That number is expected to rise. And several young children were among the dead. That's according to local officials. Well, as we've mentioned, Ukrainian officials like President Volodymyr Zelensky, they're calling this terrorism. And I understand that Zelensky spoke to diplomats at The Hague today demanding accountability. But, but what about people in Vinitsa, Brian? How are they characterizing what's been happening? Yeah, they definitely believe this is part of a pattern. They're seeing city after city struck, civilians dying, and today it was their turn horribly. I spoke with Oksana Urbanska today. She's with the State Emergency Services of Ukraine. She was helping coordinate first responders there on the scene. What Urbanska told me is that she grew up here. She lives in Vinitsa. There is a baby who died, she said. Uh, she said this woman and this child were walking to a preschool when the blast hit. And she added, you know, these buildings have no military or strategic value. Despite that fact, Ukraine's defense ministry says this attack involved really powerful caliber cruise missiles apparently fired from a Russian submarine in the Black Sea. As you mentioned, uh, Zelensky spoke by video conference to UN officials today calling this an audacious act of Russian terror. He called for punishment for Russians involved in this attack. Hmm. And I, I heard that, Brian, you were actually in one of the buildings that was destroyed today. You were back there in May, when you were interviewing Ukrainian Air Force officials. Let me ask you, is it accurate to say that these buildings were not military targets before? Yeah, I, I asked about this today. And what Ukrainian officials say also is that one of these buildings does have a history of use by the Air Force. It is still used sometimes for ceremonial events. But it does seem clear that there was no actual military operation being staged there. One of the buildings was actually a medical clinic. I asked Yuri Ignat, an Air Force spokesman, why he thinks Russia is doing this. Why do they keep attacking civilian targets? Russians want to 
What he said, Elsa, is Russians don't just want to force the government of Ukraine to surrender. He said they also want to force the Ukrainian people to surrender. They want to break us down. But Ignat added that after what they did here in Vinitsa, no one is going to surrender. And in fact, while I was there today, Ukrainian investigators were already gathering evidence for what they hope will be war crime trial. That is NPR's Brian Mann in Vinitsa, Ukraine. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you. This advertisement comes from our paid sponsor, Fundrise. High interest rates mean that real estate assets are available at a discount compared to previous valuations. The Fundrise flagship fund plans to expand its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. Add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio at fundrise.com NPR. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the fund before investing. Read the prospectus at fundrise.com flagship. Support for NPR and the following message come from PBS. PBS invites you on a trip to the future. A Brief History of the Future is a groundbreaking series about people's futures and how they can be reimagined. A Brief History of the Future. Stream now on PBS and the PBS app. On this week's Wild Card, we talk with Issa Rae about those moments where our lives could have gone another direction. Definitely wasn't supposed to be with that guy at all. At all. But I still think about it. I'm Rachel Martin. Issa Rae tells us how to make peace with the path not taken. That's on the Wild Card podcast from NPR, the game where cards control the conversation.